Welcome everyone. Welcome to my channel. My name is Carlotta Mastroianni. I am an artist and mystic and a channel for The Merry Line. And welcome to The Merry Line, this new podcast and space where I'll be sharing information and downloads from the Marys and all that I had learned in the past decade of working with them. And also interviewing some very special people who are all great believers in the advancement of humanity and in the evolution of our souls. So I thought today I would start by telling you a little bit about my story because I don't talk about it that much. I started on my spiritual journey in my early 20s and before that and weaving through this journey I have been a filmmaker a documentary filmmaker as well as a feature filmmaker. But when I started to feel uneasy with my life and started to feel that great emptiness, I turned to Kundalini Yoga at first. And Kundalini Yoga served me in so many ways. It was an incredible discipline it taught me so much how to use my voice, how to get into my body, as well as really connect to my higher self. So it really opened up a lot of channels for me. However, I felt in particular that there was a need, a deep need in me to really go down the path of the feminine. I was so hungry to understand love, and connection and embodiment and I really needed a feminine practice so I spent a lot of time singing bhajans I lived in India spent time with Amma I did many things I moved to New York I was a part of a neo-tantric community and I really went deep into the understanding of life force energy when I finally moved to America, I started to work with shamanism more deeply and I started to work with plant medicines and um, worked with many incredible indigenous communities and, of course, learned so much. And even in those moments with the medicine of deep presence and devotion with the medicine, I could feel that I was being called forth to this path of understanding love, unconditional love, life force energy. Because, of course, they also say that if you need to teach something, if you want to teach something, it's probably because you need to learn it yourself. And that has definitely been my journey. But more on that maybe on another podcast. So I started to move out of the medicine world and started to go inwards to be really present with my own channeling practice. And within my own channeling practice, I started to notice that there was a definite imprint that was coming in for me. And it was beginning with Mary Magdalene 
and then with Isis, and then with Mary. But the strongest awakening that I had, my moment of awakening came when I was sitting alone in meditation one day, and I was channeling for another woman who was there with me. And at some point, she got the message that um, she needed to leave. She said, I, I really think I should leave because I think there is an energy here that wants to speak with you. And so I was very curious as I felt my whole body shift. And this lady left. And within seconds, my whole body was overtaken by the energy of Isis. It was like a volcano coming online in my body. And it was the strongest sensation of trance channeling that I've ever had. There have been moments since then, but that was the most powerful by far. And I sat for hours with Isis as she downloaded all of this information around alchemy and fire, our orgasmic life force energy, how to use our fire, our soul fire, etheric fire, the fire that helps us to ascend. And she told me that I would be teaching this information. And so in a series of dreams, she taught me about polarity, about the masculine and feminine. She taught me about unity and all the things that I would have to go through in order to get to a place of unity. And there are many, and we can only pray that it will happen in this life because getting to unity is, of course, no mean feat. And since then, I have been teaching what has been coming through. At some point, Isis stepped aside and introduced me to the Magdalene. And then when I had worked with the Magdalene subsequently, the Magdalene said to go back to Isis to write my book that I had an even bigger teacher to learn from. So the years went by and all of that alchemy turned into womb healing. So I began to do readings in womb readings and um, going into the space of the womb, supporting hundreds of women, working with their womb space. I learned about ancestral healing, family dynamics, somatic healing. I learned about the timelines that live in the womb space the cosmic portals that live in the womb space. I supported many women to become pregnant um, when they thought that it was not a possibility for them. And all of this, of course, by the grace of the goddess. And so with my years of womb healing, I realized that what I was really going into was more and more of the quantum space, going into the sacral area and facilitating 
these full-on rituals that were happening. Mary Magdalene would come in, Mary would come in, um, things would be extracted, transmissions of codes would be given, and there was a whole world and a whole mythical scene playing out for each person as I could see into their soul essence. And as all of this was happening, I realized that we were going into bigger and bigger spaces. We were going further out into the quantum realms, into other civilizations, um, other planets, many different incarnations. And that is how quantum shamanism was born. Quantum to me is more of the masculine realm because it's a space beyond time and space. And shamanism to me has a more feminine, sensual feel, and it evokes the ancient feminine practices of our ancestors. And these two spaces coming together, the masculine and feminine, create such a beautiful alchemy. It really hasn't been easy to be on this path. I've had to go through some very, very deep womb healing myself. And sometimes I think that I channel information and then it can take me years to actually go through the process of living and embodying that information through the healing that I then have to go through. So if you are curious about this path, if you yourself have felt a connection to the Mary line, know that it is absolutely accessible to you in every way. And so the first thing that I recommend is to just get really quiet and still. Bring yourself to your altar if you can do it at dawn and dusk, which are the time when the sun kisses the moon, where there's a moment of unity on the planet, then that's a beautiful time to do it. But really any time, bring yourself to a place of going inwards in stillness and ask to connect to the Marys. Intention is really pivotal to shamanism. And so you'd be amazed what you can achieve with intention and intend to connect to that small soul fire or however small or big that soul fire is within you. It is your essence. The Marys are the keepers of that soul fire and they will show you what to do. And as you keep nurturing and growing your fire, you'll begin to embody these energies and begin to open up your oracular senses. And you'll begin to be able to see and feel, depending on whichever clair you are. But you can then develop all of them if you continue on this path. You'll just begin to tune in to the energy of the Marys and, and really start to notice all the beautiful things that they bring to your life, connect to your womb and your heart. And allow yourself to be touched by their grace. You'll feel it and you'll feel the energy of the rose medicine as it comes into your life. And most of all, what I'm passionate about is that we use these energies for our evolution. 
that we continue on the path that Yeshua led us to thousands of years ago and so many precursors before him because this is the time for us to evolve beyond Atlantis, beyond what we thought was possible, as many mystics have predicted. So I'm sending you love and let me know how this lands for you and what your relationship has been with the Marys and how your journey of awakening is going. I'm sending you all the love and I'll see you again at the next podcast.